As the war grinds on in Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin is trying to project an image of economic stability in Russia, but it's proving difficult. Yeah, joining us now is Claire Sebastian. You've been looking into this. Yeah, so obviously inflation is a problem in Russia. We've seen it accelerating since the summer at the same time as the rest of the world has seen it coming down. So this is obviously unique to Russia. It's directly linked to the war, which we'll go into in a minute, but I think what is more important about this is that it's not just about a gradual rise in overall prices. But what we're seeing is that certain supermarket staples, and in particular, we're looking at eggs, have gone up dramatically. It's something like 60% over a year. It was almost 20% between November and December. That increases the likelihood that people are A, going to notice it, and B, going to start to make the connection between their grocery baskets and the war. And what we're seeing is that that is a situation that the Kremlin has not been able to ignore. Take a look. When your husband spoils you with expensive presents, reads the caption. Russian social media brimming with egg memes. Making light of a new feature of Russia's upside-down war economy. Sudden and unexpected price rises. Drive an hour outside Moscow, though. And it's no laughing matter for these pensioners. Of course, we notice it. The pension is 13,000 rubles, says Lubov. That's less than $150 per month. Maybe we buy less meat, says Nadezhda. There's still enough for medicines. Egg prices rose 18% in December alone. Russian official data shows more than 60% over the year far outstripping overall inflation at 7.4%. As images spread of lines forming outside supermarkets, this purportedly from Belgorod in December, Russia's president forced into damage control mode. I am sorry about this and want to apologize for this problem. This is a setback in the government's work. Although they say this is not the case, I still think it is. The problem is related to a failure to increase imports enough. The government took the not-so-subtle hint. Eggs were exempted from import duties for six months, and shipments started arriving from Turkey, Azerbaijan, and staunch ally Belarus also ramping up supplies. Its president unable to resist a rare dig. Our own production covers our needs in terms of grain, pork, chicken, milk, vegetable oils, and chicken eggs. <laughs> Send some to us. Don't be greedy. In Putin's surprisingly resilient war economy, the egg crisis reveals the biggest problem is not decline, but overheating. Putin says this is about higher demand because of slightly higher wages. Partly true, economists say, but what Putin doesn't say is why wages are up. This labor shortage is a huge issue, right? Where does that come from? Mobilization. I think, to me, the key issue here is the fact that there are a lot of deaths at war, and then they have to be replaced. These people have to be replaced. You know, the Russian officials trying to keep it very quiet, the numbers of how many people have died. The weaker ruble, a direct result of sanctions, has also pushed up import costs for poultry producers. And then there's the wartime spending. The budget for 2024 envisages, even adjusted for, for inflation, record levels of uh, federal government expenditure. So when you put that alongside a, you know, a supply side tightness with a massive increase in demand driven by the state, 
You've got a recipe for inflation. President Putin now poised for the next price spike, a threat to his image of stability ahead of March elections, though likely not his presidential shelf life. So it's not exactly a crisis for Putin yet, but it is something that we are going to continue to see, this sort of whack-a-mole situation where the Kremlin has mm. to deal with these pockets of overheating as they happen. Now, obviously, what this shows us deep down, especially if you look at the Russian budget for this year, is that they are putting the war first and the people are going to have to keep paying the price. Defence spending, uh, according to projections for this year, will be triple what it was before the war. Mm -hmm. They're paying more to service their debt, which they didn't even have really before the war, than they are on healthcare and education. Interest rates are back up at some 16%, which is close to the peak that we saw mm. at the start of the war. So people are increasingly paying for this. And I think the question is, how many people, when people start to make the connection between this and the war, especially as we're starting to see the seeds of that already, some sort of pockets of anti-war sentiment rising. And I think this is why the Kremlin cannot afford to ignore this. Okay, thank you so much, Claire.